You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. How's it going, everyone? So I guess we're all good friends at this point. But just a reminder, my name is Geffen. Uh, I'm the platform media buyer here at Vendo. I oversee all platform media buying. Um, and that mostly pertains to Amazon on my end. Uh, and I have Michelle helping me out on Walmart. Yeah, nice to see everyone again slash hear everyone again. <laughs> so, okay, so I think that there's a big change that we need to talk about today. Michelle, this is a bit more of your domain. It's on the Walmart space, um, but it is very important because I'm sure a lot of the Walmart advertisers that are looking at their campaigns right now and don't necessarily know what's going on are seeing a lot different numbers than they saw before. Um, and essentially what we're talking about is Walmart changed their um, attribution model. And it was a pretty drastic change. So for those that aren't aware before, um, oh, well, this is specifically their ad attribution model. Um, and so before they were, uh, they were taking, they were counting as sales, all sales that resulted from any click and any view. Now that last part is key and we're gonna get to that later. Now they calculate sales based on any click any click to the brand in general, pr product agnostic, um, and then what they call uh, related click sales, which they can deem, which we're still figuring out exactly what they mean by related. Are those similar products? Are those similar ads? Are those our similar ads that they're running? That's something that we still need to figure out. But Michelle, can you talk about some of the changes that you've seen since uh, this has kind of taken hold? Yeah, for sure. So on top of us being able to now run ads on online pickup and delivery, which has been fantastic for a lot of our um, consumable brands. Um, but with this change, we've seen a pretty dramatic shift in return, um, especially on our big ticketed items. So whereas before, you know, we were sitting in the 20 to $30 return on ad spend space, um, now we're seeing, you know, back down to a more regular level where it's between like a three to five return on ad spend. So it's definitely leveling out the playing field. Um, and Geffen, you want to hit on how the view sales is impacting this? Yeah, absolutely. So essentially what, what this kind of means is before Walmart was kind of getting the best of both worlds to pump up their numbers, essentially. And the way they were doing it is they were charging us per click. So every time someone clicks on the ad, we get charged. Um, but they were almost operating as what's called a CPM or cost per mill, cost per thousand view model, where they were uh, attributing sales to anyone that had seen the ad. Um, and that is, a, that is a huge red flag there, because as you know, um, or as any advertiser knows, you know, you seeing a billboard uh, just once doesn't mean that you're just going to go and purchase the product. It also doesn't mean that it was the billboard that convinced you to purchase the product. I mean, I could see a billboard and then I could get hit with 10 commercials for that product. And maybe on the 10th commercial, I'll buy it. But yeah. if, you know, the real world operated in this model, that company would say, ah, it was the billboard that got them, not the, you know, it was the, the $10,000 billboard that got it, not the million dollars we spent in TV advertising. So we can, you know, we can all openly admit that Walmart might've been pumping up their numbers a little bit. Um, and what ended up happening is they kind of changed that probably now because they have a little bit more people involved because they're doing grocery and pickup. Um, and they're doing a couple other things where they have to start being a little bit more accurate. And so what this means now is they've taken away 
the, um, the view attribution. So the view attribution is no more, which now makes it a little bit more similar to Amazon because Amazon doesn't, um, doesn't do that. Amazon just does what's called last click attribution. So whatever ad you clicked on last before you purchased a product, that was the ad that was going to get the sale. Um, and so now we've got click sales and brand click sales. So this is still a little shady because now they're, now they're saying that if you drive a person to the brand from an ad and they end up purchasing a product, then that product sale is going to be attributed to the ad. Now, Amazon does kind of do this. So what Amazon does is, um, Michelle, let's say you and I are uh, resellers of the same brand, right? And I'm running what's called a sponsored brand campaign. And I run an ad, one of those headline ads on the top of the page. I run an ad to our brand store. Um, a customer clicks on it. And once they get to the brand store, there's two products there. I'm selling one of them. You're selling one of them. Um, if they purchase your product, Amazon is still going to attribute the sale to my ad. So I spent the money. I drove the customer there. Um, Amazon tells me that I got the sale because in their eyes, I'm the brand owner, so to speak, but you actually ended up getting that sale. So that's where they're a little bit similar to Amazon. And there's been a lot of mixed um, feelings and reviews about that kind of attribution, because on the one hand, in a perfect world, absolutely. You know, again, to use the uh, billboard analogy, you have a branded billboard. Someone, if, if the billboard convinced someone to go to a website and purchase any product, then the billboard worked. But if, that, if there's someone else that's selling that product, then you just spent money um, to, to drive a sale for someone else. So that's where it gets a little bit shady, but regardless, I think in general, while maybe Michelle's reporting to her clients <laughs> might now not look so rosy, um, it's much more accurate. So do you find that better, Michelle, that you're getting better numbers? Are you able to optimize better? And, and if so, do you think that it's gonna require a little bit more, I don't know, like not work, but just more emphasis and optimization uh, surrounding keywords? Like, do you think that you're gonna have to navigate a little bit more uh, meticulously? Yeah, absolutely. I think on those accounts where we were seeing such high return, um, it was almost misleading. And now we're getting the um, more accurate information, which is amazing because we do want to be getting the most accurate data as always. Um, but I think, you know, it's shifting conversations from the client's perspective too, right? Like they see this dramatic shift and maybe they're not fully um, educated in the advertising world. So kind of re-explaining to them how these sales are attributed. So yeah, I think it is going to bring on a little work in the front end, but I do, I do see in the long term the benefit of, especially because like we're working in the norms across several retailers, right? Like how you're saying we're going to be able to directly compare our ads or not directly, but more, um, more align our ads from an Amazon perspective and a Walmart perspective because our data is a little bit more aligned. Um, whereas before, you know, and because me and you are on different retailers, we can have conversations before where it was like, this is working on Walmart, um, doesn't work on Amazon or vice versa. And now I think we're gonna be able to say, you know, this is working on both. Whereas before, you know, it wasn't really the same portrait. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you've been pretty much beating me to the punch week in, week out because you've been hitting 15x returns and I'm getting a measly 1.75 over here. But no, no, it, it, it does make it a lot easier. And, you know, we before we knew that, before Walmart made it readily available, we were doing a lot of comparisons and we were saying, hey, why the hell aren't we spending 50x on Walmart? Because the ROAS was so much higher. But it does make sense now that that's kind of come to light. There's definitely a lot of advertisers that are probably panicking right now. Probably a lot of agencies out there that might not know this change has happened and uh, are cut and spend and everything. So, um, you know, Vendo's gotten ahead of the curve there. Um, and we've made sure that we're, we're being proactive about it, which is, which is really good. Um, and yeah, you know, as you kind of said, this allows us to benchmark against different retailers better. You, you know, we kind of forget, at least I do, because I work predominantly in the Amazon space, but Amazon is at this point so mature. They've done all the crazy changes that they need to do on a large scale. They're going to change their attribution. It's not going to happen unannounced and just kind of willy nilly and everyone's ROAS goes up or down it's going to be tested across millions of sellers. It's going to take months to implement. And if it does end up happening, there's probably going to be a whole slew of webinars that Amazon themselves does, that agencies like us does. So, so there, there's, there's this maturity that Amazon has that Walmart still doesn't have. So, have. so they're, they're figuring that out. And I think that this is a big step in the right direction because I think that they wanted to differentiate themselves from, from Amazon as much as they possibly could but there's certain things that you just can't fundamentally change. And when people are looking at advertising, they're looking at, hey, how much money are my sales driving? Sorry, is my spend driving? Um, and we, like I said before, you know, we, we've run into this problem with Amazon before where we, we, had to, uh, we had to recalibrate and recalculate a lot of our ads when we found out buried deep in their terms of service. And after asking, you know, five, six, seven different ad reps at Amazon, sponsored brand attribution is loose. It's not tight. Sponsored product attribution is very tight. You know, last click attribution, pretty simple. But if you are a brand, then this would be probably my biggest recommendation for Amazon is if you are a brand that has a lot of resellers or you are a brand that has buy box issues. So people stealing your buy box, whether it's because of being priced differently off of Amazon or other people being priced lower than you on Amazon, um, you need to look at, you need to download the purchased product report from, from, from sponsored brands and you need to look through how many actual products, your products drove sales from those ads because it's very possible that you could be spending money and driving sales to other, other resellers products. And, um, that's a, that could be a big portion of spend. I mean, we, for big brands, I mean, just take Coca-Cola, probably that's got hundreds of resellers on Amazon. Um, for a big brand like that, they could be spending millions of dollars driving sales to other people. Um, so it's very important that you tighten that up. And one other point too is every advertiser know, and Michelle, is it the same on Walmart where if a product runs out of stock or loses the buy box, do ads automatically stop on Walmart? Yes. So um, they do for sponsored products on Amazon, but they don't for sponsored brands. Because if I lose the buy box, then my sponsored brand ad is still going to run because another seller within my brand, not within my company, but within my brand is selling that product. 
Um, and what's the version of sponsored brands on Walmart? Yeah, so I actually wanted to kind of give an update on that too. So I know on a previous podcast, we talked about, you know, the brand amplifiers, which is going to be our version supposedly of the sponsored brands. Um, The update now is we're looking at probably early Q3 to have that live. Um, And then hopefully by the end of Q2, we get the negative keyword targeting. So I just think it's funny, you know, when you mentioned like the maturity of Amazon advertising to us, because you know, I'm just crossing my fingers, hoping any we can do some negative keyword targeting. And you're over here talking about the sponsored brands, which, you know, we don't have a set deadline yet on. So it's just interesting to compare the two. Yeah, you know, it's, um, it's very interesting. So, so I think that this, I mean, we've talked about, we've talked about negative targeting on this podcast before. Um, is that live yet for Walmart? No. So, yeah, they're, they're kind of dragging their feet a little bit there because I do know that on a small level, I think we've talked about a few of them like negative product targeting and sponsored brands product targeting too. Um, on a very small level, Amazon's very quick with changes. They, they'll, they'll throw out changes. Um, a new one I can toss in a nugget right now, which is they recently allowed in beta program, they uh, allowed brands that... Um, that are running sponsored headline campaigns, you can add what's called custom image. So currently you've got the headline and then you've got just kind of a logo image right here. The new feature allows you to have a background image on the entirety of the uh, uh, headline ad. And it actually looks really good if the picture is good. So um, those types of changes are being rolled out all the time. Makes my job a lot more complicated, but it does, <laughs> it does drive more conversions, more clicks, because in Amazon's world, their goal is to drive as many clicks to ads as possible, because then they hit that double, you know, that that, that two for a sale. They get the sale uh, on the click, and then they get the sale of the product of, of which they make, if you're FBA, up to 30, 35% commission on that. So it's a pretty big deal for them when they're making, you know, if you think about it, if your A cost is 40% and your commission you're paying to Amazon is 30%, then they're taking 70% of that sale um, straight into their pockets. So uh, keep an eye out for those types of small features for all you Amazon sellers. And for you Walmart sellers, I mean, Michelle mentioned it before, it's, you know, it's it's very important to, to, to know because the changes seem fewer and far between, fewer and further between, but they are more important in the scheme of Walmart advertising. So this was a big one because you all need to reassess your ROAS. You need to go look and see where, um, because we will say it is more accurate now. It's not 100% accurate because they still have some of those loose bits, but it's more accurate. So um, go look at where there are keywords that are now, maybe we're at five, six X ROAS, maybe they're at 0.5 X ROAS now. Hey, maybe it's time to assess whether we keep those or get rid of those. Um, those are areas that you're going to be able to cut costs because it's not like your margins changed. The margins right. were the same. It's just the way that they were showing you the numbers did. So you might have been losing money on these keywords for months now, and you should you should shore them up. Um, but yeah, Michelle, do you have any other calls? Was that so? It's it's we got negative product target or negative targeting coming up. This was a big attribution change. Is there anything else coming down the pipeline? I know it's just the negative keyword targeting and the brand amplifiers, right? 
now this year. Um, I keep asking about product targeting, but Walmart's position on that is their auto campaigns already place products under the buy box. Um, we just unfortunately as advertisers don't have much control over where those go. It's just based on Walmart's AI. So my tip always is optimize your copy, optimize everything you can on that listing so that you know it's fully SEO optimized and it allows Walmart's algorithm to place them correctly. And I've definitely seen where if you have your content fully updated and looking amazing, we get a higher return on those auto campaigns that are placing the ads underneath the buy box. So always make sure your listings look great before you start putting spin behind them. And then my last little tidbit would be you know, get on OPD early. Like we've seen great results so far. We're a weekend, you know, of course we'll continue to track and monitor and make sure that everything's being executed properly, but it's a huge opportunity in the Walmart space, especially for, you know, smaller suppliers that are grocery brands and um, have- What is OPD? Online pickup and delivery. Online pickup and delivery, look at these acronyms. You guys are turning in Amazon truly with all the acronyms. <laughs> But yeah, so it's it's going good so far. But you know, like you said, it's just going to take some going back and looking at keywords um, that we maybe should not be bidding on anymore because of the new attribution. So some change is happening, but I think they're all on track to be good, positive changes. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think that's a lot of information, honestly. So there's some big changes. Kind of go back. There were a couple of big nuggets in here. Um, kind of talking about looking at your sponsored brands on Amazon, reassessing your keyword level and ad group level ROAS on Walmart. Um, there's a lot of going back and going back uh, and, and just reassessing because when, take in mind when Amazon or Walmart makes these types of changes, they're never changing your bottom line in the past. Whatever they took from you, they took from you. It's just the way that they showed you that, num that number. So if there's ever an attribution change, if you ever find out a piece of information like this, saying that sponsored brands or headline search ads or sponsored brands plus video will sell a product that is not sold by you as long as it's the same brand, um, then all of a sudden your numbers change. And that can be kind of annoying come tax time. That can be kind of annoying when you're um, when you're looking at the numbers between Amazon and you're saying on one hand, we sold hundred K, but this says that we have 80 K where did that go? And then you're mired in, um, you know, case after case on the phone with them and email. So just go back and look, I think it's the biggest call out for today. But besides that, I think, I think, uh, that's another successful podcast. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on here with you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs>